Hello, strong, feisty women. Some of you may recognize my voice. I'm Celine Yeager, host of the Hip Play Not Pause podcast. Throughout my career as a professional health and fitness writer and now a podcaster, I hear countless questions from women who are trying to understand how their ever-changing hormones impact their sports performance. So we decided to serve up some answers in a brand new series called Hormonal that we will be releasing on the Feisty Women's Performance Podcast feed. Throughout this four-part series, reproductive endocrinologist Dr. Carla DiGirolamo and I will be tackling topics like periods, the pill, pregnancy, and conditions like PCOS, all from the perspective of sports performance. If you aren't already, follow the Feisty Women's Performance Podcast and stay tuned for our first episode releasing on April 15th. Also, have questions you want answered? Send us a voice note at speakpipe.com slash hormonal and we'll get it answered on the show. You are listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast, a show for women who are chasing their everyday and epic adventures. This podcast is hosted by Christy Moan and me, Katherine Taylor, and powered by Feisty Media. Well, hello. Hi. How is I like Nebraska? Your hat. Oh, th- I got this in whitefish. It looks like a whitefish hat. So we, I didn't do as much shopping as you did. We were trying to like, what did I do while I went, while while everybody went to Glacier last year? I was like, oh, Christina, we're gonna go for a hike. But then oh. we just went shopping and drinking instead. You did, and you bought the hat. No, I didn't buy the hat last you year. You bought a hat last year. Oh, I did buy that did. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. I did. I did. Yeah, maybe Whitefish is my hat place. It might be. So you did buy a hat. Yep. Yeah. I, I didn't spend we nearly as much time in bars without you there. I'm sorry. I know. That's a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a great I love Whitefish. It's a cool town. I Very just cool. Love it so much. And I know. But we're always there doing like we need to go when it's like 18 feet of snow. Why would we do that? <laughs> I don't know. Because everybody says that, like, I'm going to move there. I'm like, have you been there when it's cold? Yeah. I mean, I'm always like, I want to move here. And what I really want is like a summer home there. I want to be wealthy enough to afford a summer home there and then go whenever I want. Um, and then rent it the rest of the year because it is also a little like out there. Well, maybe Jess has an extra room. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Um, okay. Tell me how Gravel Worlds was. It was a blast. Um, I mean, I don't know if I've ever been at a gravel worlds where at 11 AM it's 71 degrees. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. That's usually hot. Yeah. yeah it's usually hot. Uh, it was hotter in, Nebraska, in Montana than it was. There, it wasn't. Though. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it was just a really, it was really fun. You know, um, the, the gravel family was definitely there for a reunion and um, it, it felt like that. Uh, great, great racing um great people just it was just a really fun weekend so and you had the they had the 1000 women was that exciting yeah very exciting and that was across i mean it wasn't just on the start line it was in the expo and volunteers and yeah so it was kind of like i, a, saw, I saw that big thing that they were signing mhm yep i should have signed for you i know i, I was there in spirit you were gravel girls that girls gone gravel was there so i was so proud of you for wearing your shirt thank you I was like, oh, Christy has her shirt. Well, I said, Christy, oh, no, she doesn't. And they were like, no, Christy does have her shirt on. <laughs> it was really cute because uh, we were going to have dinner with Jess, Sarah, and everybody walked downstairs in a Girl's Gone Gravel shirt. Oh, that's cute. I was like, I feel like I have a posse. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I, don't, I didn't have a Girl's Gone Gravel shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we need some Girl's Gone Gravel hats because that's always easier for me. I know I should make some hats you know what you have to do like the problem with hats is you have to do a really big run of them but we'll do them for the gravel festival next year let's do uh well do do that instead of shirts oh but we went through shirts really fast anyway um we could do both we could do both we don't have to choose so that was fun and well you're I mean that's what this you you've got some recordings from the show right 
that you did that. Yes. Okay. So it was funny because, um, Susan from ground in Nebraska, I gave her a mic to use at the checkpoint to do, to do some, some recordings for, at the checkpoint. And she's like, it was so busy. I'm like, Oh girl, I know. <laughs> That's, I haven't listened to the recordings, but Carrie, our podcast editor, listened to them. And then she, she never gives us instruction because she knows we're just like all over the place. And she was like, so you and Christy need to tie together this episode with this. With this, with this. <laughs> so I was like, we are, we've made it. We're getting instructions from our editor now. And I had full on intention of, of recording a little intro with Susan and Kate from Ground in Nebraska when, when I was there. And it just, it just is busy. You know how it goes. And you're like, oh, I don't have my microphones. And I used those little the lapel ones. They were yeah. great. Well, she did say we couldn't use one of the interviews because there was because too much background noise. Literally, like we were standing <laughs> underneath it. And I kept trying wow. to get Sophia. I mean, both times with Sophia, it just was hard to get her anywhere. Sophia Gibson, it was just hard to get her anywhere but the finish line. So I was like, well, we did one. And it, I was like, yeah, that one's not going to work. Were you at the finish line when Lauren crossed? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I just like the pictures of her eyes completely closed because they poured so much champagne on I her. No. Everybody, like, the poor girls could have an accident. You know, they had four bottles of champagne for each per, each person oh coming gosh. across. That would burn if it got when it got because you know they take their sunglasses off often to go across the finish line for like shots for sponsors and stuff. And like her eyes are just like squeezed closed, like, yeah, trying to keep champagne. It was, out intense. Of them. it was intense. And then they're dumping it on her head. I was like, yeah. oh, she's gonna be so she, sticky. Well, and then I mean, she gave me a big hug, and like I had just taken a shower. Oh, I was so sticky. I was like, but I mean, it was worth the hug, but you know what I mean? I was like, I just took a shower. You made a bad mistake. You made a bad choice. Yeah. I mean, I should have just stayed at the finish line in my kit, but I went home and changed, but I rode with Abby from clear gravel. And, um, by the way, if you're listening, Abby started a YouTube channel and would love some followers. So I saw that I was going to put it in the Friday five. Oh, perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, and then also Casey Armstrong has that film out. We need to, we need oh, to yeah. share Go that. Go vote on Casey's film. I'm also going to yeah. put that in the Friday five. Okay, cool. Um, Perfect. So if you get the newsletter, it'll all be. Just, just do it. Do what we tell you. And the newsletter. <laughs> hey, just Sarah's here. Should we let her in and start talking to her? Or do you oh, need to go? Cause you yeah. got a real estate deal. Give, give her a, let, let's say hi let's to like, real quick. Like no heads up. We just start talking like I did with okay. Brooke with an hour. Okay. She's not going to, she's going to be on mute. Cause you know how this goes. Yeah. She's going to be on mute. So there's just Sarah. Look how cute she looks. You do look cute. It looks, hey. it looks like, did you even have an event? You Like what? You look so like, did you go to the spa? What's up? <laughs> I'm so shocked because my mom just said you have mascara under your eyes. And I said, no, mom, <laughs> that's what my eyes look like right now. They're black. <laughs> Um, we're recording. Oh, that's fine. We let you in while we're recording let's, the intro. Let's be so. real with this here. It's just go. It's just going. Yeah. I was like, Jess can take it. Let's let her in. Yeah, I'm here. Also, cheers. Um, oh, cheers. Oh, it's happy cheers. hours. Mine. Mine's what's yeah. happy hour? Mine's athletic brewing. Mm. Thanks, Abby. Abby's turned me on to them. I really like them. Quite delish. Congrats, girlfriend. Thanks. It yeah. looked amazing. It felt really good this year. Good. We missed you. Well, I miss being there. It's, it was, a, it was, I really enjoyed gravel rolls. It was super fun, but I definitely, you know, my heart was in two places this past weekend. So, well, I'm, I'm glad you could be there also, because I think what they're doing is exceptional as well. And Catherine was here and I'm surprised you have like a second degree burn from how long you were standing. On the front. <laughs> I was like, I was like, she's roasting. For so long. I kept going under that little, like that little square of, I did have sunscreen on, but um, yeah, I, um, so Christy had said, oh, we'll do some interviews, but then I didn't believe that she actually would. Um, and I didn't take my microphone. And then I was like, I should get some interviews. But then I sat under the tent and drank beer with Brooke all afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brooke. <laughs> because so many people rode that shorter course and then the longer course was like coming in much later. So yeah. Um, anyway, I was like, okay, we got to get Jess on to like, get the scoop on, on, you know, so we could talk about that. Not just the gravel worlds interviews. I don't even know who Christy awesome. interviewed. Cause I haven't listened to the files, I've but interviewed a lot of people. You did. There's, I, there's I, like all the files came up, I was yeah. like, 40. so you were <laughs> drinking beer with Brooke 
Christy did 40 interviews. Mm -hmm. This is really switched of how it normally is. Wait, wait, wait. Hold (laughs) up one minute here. I'm defending my honor. Uh, (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, So year two, you felt like it went really well, Jess? Yes. We had sort of a forced venue change, but I fought really hard because I thought our park space was amazing. And I think the change was for the better. We had the start finish line on Central Avenue outside of Great Northern Cycle and Ski. And it was just a way more exciting finish that engaged so many more people. It was, it was a lot. It was great. And we did the the fact that it was baking. It was, and of course this week is like crystal clear. It's been raining every afternoon. It's like mid seventies. I don't know what's up with that, but at least it wasn't smoky or humid or humid. It was beautiful. I think, uh, still learning and I'm pretty critical on myself. So I'm focusing on the things that I could do better, but I'm also trying to accept the really positive and genuine feedback that we're getting. Yeah. Don't, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. It was fantastic. I stopped beating myself up a couple of years ago and it's way more enjoyable. (laughs) I know. I mean, the park was really cool, but I did like that. I liked everybody being closer together at the finish line and Mm -hmm. everything. Like you could hear people coming in. I liked the coffee shop being right there at the start line. (laughs) That was my favorite coffee shop. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, your expo just was next level this year. Uh, You had so many cool vendors in there and the bike wash. And um, so I really, I, I liked it. Like having a little bit more of an intimate feel, as I said, under the SRAM tent. Are you guys on the same weekend as Worlds next year, too? So it's funny that you bring that up. I had a conversation with Stella from the the owner of the bike shop today, and we we really want to move our weekend up. I, I can't confirm yet because I need to talk to the police department in the city of Whitefish. I don't want to conflict with Jason. I don't want to move back. I don't want to conflict with SBT or Leadville. I feel like we're a great place to come prior to those races as sort of a mid elevation kind of get your racing started. Um, I would like to move out of fire season. And most importantly, we are on college move-in weekend, which is really hard because then it's only the the women or the people who are winning the scholar awards that have later move-in dates that can attend and volunteer. And we had two this year volunteering and one come to the happy hour. And it made a really big difference. I felt like even I got time to spend with Andy at the happy hour and it meant a lot to me. And I know it meant a lot to them. So I, I don't have a date to announce yet. We really want to announce it early next week. Um, I'm on the same page with Stella for a bunch of reasons, but yeah, we're looking earlier in August. Nice. So, yeah. well, that's good. Cause then I could come there and, and then, then just work my way back away. across. And then I can finally work my way down. Right. Oh, you can work your way back across too. Because yeah. I can never... Maybe you and Laura could just ride to them since you two are so yeah, insane. Yeah, you could do that. That could be your adventure. Ride to the events. Now we're talking. <laughs> all right, I'm going right. to announce the day. It's, it's all revolving around Laura and I riding across the country. <laughs> I feel like I, I I was in Whitefish for almost 10 days. I know. You had such I feel a like good trip. It was such a great trip. And, and that's what I loved about, I felt like a lot of people did like that they made a, a trip out of it because mm-hmm. there's so much to do. You could hike, you could go on the lake. I was like, oh, I wish I would have brought my mountain bike because there were so many great yeah, flowy mountain bike trails that I didn't even realize yeah. just right there. And then right of course, Glacier National Park, which is yeah, I didn't get to spend enough time there last year. So I would definitely be down for that date. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm going to hop off. Is that cool? Yeah, it's good to see you. Real estate deal. I've got, she's, I've got a she's real wheeling a deal, and she's afraid she's going to lose somebody's house for them. I know. I'm getting a little anxious, but anyway, love you, Jess. I missed you. Sorry. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Okay, I do want to get more scoop though on um, what I would say you would probably consider one of the most important parts of the race is the scholarship mm-hmm. because last year you all raised, I think it was almost eighty five hundred at the happy hour. Yep. 
and then you and Sam matched it. Yep. And then what happened this year, Jess? So I think yeah, this year, whoa. Um, so last year, I think we got to almost $10,000 at the end. And then we matched a little above. So we had $21,000 of scholarship money split between four. And this, I mean, obviously I wanted, my goal was 15,000 this year. And Madeline from Stamina Racing Collective got up. She took over. It was like, I don't like asking for money. I always, I feel like I'm already asking for so much, like come here, come race. Um, but she wasn't afraid to, uh, what she said was, have you ever had to close the gap? Let's close the gap, get to 20,000. And that happened in about 10 minutes, we raised $10,000. Somehow we had two very generous donors give us large donations and then it filled in. So that felt great. But then on top, of I know that, you handed me a bag of checks and cash at one point. Was like, watch this. There's checks and cash. Yeah, I was like, I think I'm gonna just hold. This. I was like, this is a bag of cash and checks. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, she was not kidding. It was a bag of cash and checks, and I'm just gonna hold this in my lap. Well, my friend Chance Cook, who is one of our local community leaders, he started it. He walked up, and I think he handed me a fifty dollar bill. And then people started handing money and going on and donating on our website. And it felt, it felt really good. And at the end of the day, here we are, we are almost at $40,000 now. And a big part of that was Ted's idea to basically ride 30 minutes after the start and time trial is way past people and collect money and Caroline Desendorf um, sort of piggybacked onto that idea. And now there's companies and people reaching out, matching. Stella and Willie gave me a huge check yesterday. And so we're at my year five goal on year two. And I sent out all the scholarship checks today. Pretty much all of the women are getting double or more what they thought. And we're all going to start an endowment because we want to be really intentional and thoughtful about how we plan with this um in the case that the race ever has to get canceled one year for you know whatever monkeypox um and fires something fires um and also because our scholarship committee we've had some really great ideas from the beginning of how we can grow other parts of this program and even helping the women access the resources to filling out their applications and making sure that they're able to be successful at applying to schools and other scholarships. So without getting too much into it, we're in a really good place and are feeling kind of amazing about it and very, very grateful and humbled that people just, they're coming here for a bike race, but somehow I really feel that this is not just about giving a dollar to Ted or $5 or whatever. There's like a true connection to the story of helping young people and also showing young people that there are places and environments and communities that are safe and inclusive. And by empowering young people to go out into the world and become educated, they will have the opportunity to invest that back into their communities. So that's the biggest goal for me. I love that. I I grew up in a really small community in East Tennessee, and I was thinking about it at the race because Whitefish is a small community and it's kind of isolated. Yep. (laughs) Um, Christy and I were just talking about that. Like, I really love Whitefish. I keep saying I want to move there, but actually what I want is a summer house because kind of far from everything mm-hmm. but um when I when I'm rich that's what I'm gonna do but uh <laughs> me too but <laughs> <laughs> um I um I was just watching you over the weekend and thinking how much of an impact you must have had in that community as somebody that had the scholarship but I mean I know that we're like oh we're just like doing this pro thing but like you built a business you sold the business you've raced at this pro level, like all the things that you've done, and then you come back and choose to invest in that community. And what a role model that must be to those girls to go, there's something else possible. And I can be a part of this. And I just like, how much does that mean to you um, as a part of this race? I 
have actually thought about talking about this because every time I think about it, I just start crying because I'm so emotional. And it's like, I, I want to point out that my family is so supportive and coming from a background where like financially we weren't the, wasn't the most robust situation. There was, I mean, you saw my mom and my dad every day that you were here probably. Yeah. So and your dad was like making sure that you like heard everything and saw everything at the race. It was really cute yeah. to watch him. Yeah. He's and every once in a while, I would snap at them to stop asking me questions, <laughs> which is totally fair. <laughs> but, uh, I think for me, I, you might've been the person that said it. And I wrote this in an Instagram post recently that I'm the hardest working woman in cycling. And for me, I actually feel like I'm the person that has had the most support. And I don't know if every person feels it as intensely as I feel the support that I've had to be where I am and to, to kind of do all the things that you just said. Cause I look at myself from the outside and it's, it's hard to accept sometimes, but there are people who have just invested so much into me and they've shown me how to do that and what the model is for kind of infusing that back into my own community and specifically into women that really deserve that. And, you know, they're, they're people that no one knows they were actually here this weekend. Three of them specifically, I call them my family outside of my family, Jeff, Eileen, and Tammy. And for me, just to be able to take what I have felt, the love and support and to hopefully create that connection and relationship with these girls. It it is like the only thing that I'm focused on now. It, and I get to do it because riding my bike and racing for Pinarello and being around all of these amazing partners like Indy and SRAM and everything like that gives me a, a big platform and a bigger way to have this impact. But for me, it's the connection because I know what they are feeling. Um, and I know the boost of energy that it's giving them and it just feels really, really good. Yeah. Well, there's, we all said it, there's something about this race that's so different. And I think that's a huge part of it is it starts the weekend starts off with that. And you, and, and, you know, even last year when this was like, just an idea and well can we raise money for it there's just something that's that sets it up and you realize like even this thing that you do that's a hobby that's fun can also serve a greater purpose um you know I think people come up and fall in love with your community and want to give back to it and that's why so much money came out of it and it's like it's hard to like I see the community of whitefish all the time and that word community is thrown around but they showed up I didn't tell, I didn't tell four people to go dress up like walruses and <laughs> to, for people to play trumpets in their driveway and blow yodeling horns on the top of the mountain. Those people did that on their own. This is going to become <laughs> the thing that everybody looks forward to. Like you need to tell your community the dates because they're going to be putting on their calendars to be a part of it and do it. The walruses, I was like, Hey, walruses, <laughs> like at the start line. <laughs> and I was like, let's do a quick little interview. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, let's do it. They're so excited. And we, and, and I think people are starting to understand what gravel is and what this event is. And this, I mean, the support just this year felt and at a next level and it's going to keep growing. Yeah. Well, and then it was real fun to have Rose Grant on the top of the podium. huh? Oh yeah. I was like, Rose, are you even tired from racing a hundred thousand miles last week. She's like, I think I recovered pretty good. I had no doubt that she was going to shine. She here. really was on the top of the podium. Yeah. Like, she was a far, like much ahead of everyone else. So she was ninth, was to see. ninth overall, which ironically Sarah Sturm last year was ninth overall. Oh, so at this event. yeah. Slotting into the top 10, but yeah, that was really special because Rose and I are are super close friends and we've both known each other since we were amateurs and kind of come up together and we've both had a lot of injuries and 
lot of similar experiences. And I know with her retiring this year, um, it means a lot to her to be able to have that moment in front of her daughter, Layla and her family. Yeah. Well, any other special moments from the weekend you want to share with the community? We did, we did a lot of Instagram videos that people haven't seen. We've got some reels and some fun stuff. Yeah. I appreciate you being here. I think it's important to mention that that is, you know, how we show what we're doing. Um, I also think my team at JoJ, JoJ Saltstick and Bonk Breaker, um, our CEO was here, Matt, our VP of Marketing, Melinda, and our Director of Events, Herman. And if you think about that from like a large company level, like to have your CEO come and be out in the sun all day, just doing all the things and connecting with people. That meant a lot to me, especially to show them they give me a lot of freedom to work on this event as part of my job. And uh, I really, really appreciated them being here. Our volunteers, like, are next level, and they (laughs) really do a lot. Even our announcer, Bear, who you probably would have assumed was like a professional announcer. He owns a construction company and he just volunteers and crushes it. So I just think like the collective of all of the the moving pieces of our community and Girls Gone Gravel and everyone that comes and brings like their little piece of what's special to it. I I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone coming with their little bit of flair. I think I saw these three guys in flamingo shirts and just like so funny to to see that and at the same time see people doing the long course in less than five hours like together here <laughs> yeah yeah it was a fantastic weekend well um so people should follow the last best ride on instagram if they want to get the scoop on the 2023 dates hopefully coming next week Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Hopefully. And and get some JoJ bars. Christina, I keep mentioning like, when are we going to get some more JoJ bars, Jess? Oh, in our, yeah. And we have our salted chai flavor coming out this fall. Oh my gosh. I had it at Unbound. It was so good. It was so good. I, we made those samples and we're out of them and trying to get some more production is very tough in the, the food world yeah. right now, but they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll look forward to a new flavor of JoJ bars. Awesome. Thanks so much for, for taking some time at the very last minute since I was delinquent on <laughs> blaming on Brooke. She doesn't listen to the podcast, yeah. so we can blame. She's like off on a bike packing adventure right now, so we can blame her. Uh, she won't, yeah. yeah, she won't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> to live your healthiest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. Inside Tracker was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. It provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live a longer, healthier life. Inside Tracker can also calculate your biological age, which is the rate you're aging compared to your chronological age, as well as ways to lower your biological age. The thing we love most about Inside Tracker is that they give you recommendations on things you can control to optimize your health like food, supplements, workouts, and other lifestyle choices. And did you know that you can use your HSA, HRA, and FSA to buy any Inside Tracker plan? Which means you can purchase Inside Tracker using your tax-free dollars. Oh, and it gets better. For a limited time, you get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store when you sign up. So if you're ready to get a crystal clear picture of what's going on inside your body, along with the science-backed recommendations to optimize what's not working, Visit InsideTracker.com slash Feisty. That's InsideTracker.com slash Feisty. Good morning, Gravel fans. I'm uh, here reporting live from the start line, talking to the one and only Lynn Bluebaugh. Lynn, how's it going? Oh my gosh, it's an amazing morning. It's beautiful out here. And what are you doing today? The big 75. How's your training been going? It's been 105 degrees in Kansas. Not so great. <laughs> That's why we're doing the 75. But but look at the weather today. Oh, I'm so excited. Just yeah. out here to pedal and have a good time. Yeah, who are you riding with? 
Tina Khan. Where'd she go? I was going to talk to Tina, but she kind of disappeared somewhere. You know Tina. She well, disappeared. Hand the mic over there to, to Sarah Moxley. Good morning, Sarah. Hey. How are you doing? Well, <laughs> where are you from? I am from Leavenworth, Kansas. Nice. And what are you out here to do today? I'm here to conquer the 75 mile run. Nice. What are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, the rolling hills. It's oh, just nice. up and down and up and down. It's, it's a really beautiful place. And you just came off of SBT gravel. I did. Get the hundred. Yep. Um, it's different gravel yep. than what we're used to. Um, <laughs> the, the elevation kind of kicked my butt. Awesome. So, yeah, well, you had a great day out there. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. And hand it over there to Tina Khan. Good morning, Tina. Hi, honey. How are you? I am so good. <laughs> You're ready for this. Always. I'm going to have a good day on my playing some corn, Nebraska. You're going to play in the corn. Nice. Just don't get lost. I, you know what? I'll find somebody and say, hey, are you in this bike race? Let's go do this. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Okay. Well, good luck out there, ladies. Yeah, love you, Kay. Bye. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Tell us who you are and where you're from. I'm Peggy Wheat Bradley. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. And what are you here to do today? I'm here to get the 75 mile fat bike. Awesome. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to a fun day on the bike with friends. Nice. It's nice. just going to be a good day. It's going to be weather. I know. Awesome weather. The weather looks good too, right? All the gravel families here. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be a hell of a good day. Well, hopefully I'll catch you at the finish line to see how your day went. It's going to be sweet. Okay, awesome. Have fun out there, Peggy. You too. All right, folks. Uh, Gravel Worlds. Uh, Christy here again. Um, we've got some more start line vibes coming to you from oh. the... 50k or the 31 miles whatever yeah. that translates to, to to be honest i was confused during sign up i thought the 50k was just the run and so i thought uh, the shortest ride was 75 miles so i signed up for that and i was like oh no uh, but turns out they just called the 30 mile or 50k so there you go yeah and if you don't recognize that voice <laughs> folks we've got abby robbins in the house clear gravel is stepping up to the start line and uh yes they we are going to ride this together yeah so. Yeah. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be, be something. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't think it's going to be fun? I, I know it's going to be fun. And I know, like, you're going to you're gonna check me if I That's get right. out of control. That's right. So Chrissy's not allowed to ride fast. She has, she has to go slower than her party pace so uh, that I can party pace. So, we, well, we, we are going to party pace it together. But we're going <laughs> to, I'm going to go around and cruise around a bit and try to find some more people to talk to from the start line here in Gravel Worlds. Um, yeah. But we'll talk to you guys again later. Bye. Bye. All right, we're trying this again with Sophia Gibson. Sophia, how are you? Hi, I am jazzed up right now. I got some Coke in my body. Coca-Cola, that is. Yeah, Coca-Cola. Let's, <laughs> let's be clear. Let's be clear on that one. And just seeing the energy and feeling the energy of all of these riders is just mind-boggling. Okay, I'm so, so far, who's, who's taken off so far this morning? Okay, so the 150 is already taken off and the 75 and we're about to send off the 50k Buccaneer. Nice. And the, the long voyage people are out there cruising around doing something amazing. Yeah, they have been rolling fast all night. Uh, there was a time where they were averaging, you know, 19 miles an hour all night. Uh, they're actually, they have a chance of crossing with the 150 liters at the uh, checkpoint. Wow. So that's pretty insane and they are going to finish this morning we're expecting them about maybe two hours two and a half hours three hours nice and let's talk just real quick about the thousand mile women or the thousand women sorry yeah um i kind of expected what it would look like but to see it actually come to fruition is a very pinch me moment um i've gotten to talk to so many women who just come up and thank us be like hey thank you for creating this opportunity for us thank you for creating this time for us to show what we're made of. Nice. Awesome. Thanks for joining. Yes. All right. I'm here with some of the major Taylor Kansas City riders. Who we got first on the mic? Kimmy Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it up there. Kimmy, what are you most excited about today? I am just really excited to get out here with everybody, have a good time and climb some of these hills. Nice. Awesome. And who else we got? <laughs> Denisha Snail. Denisha, how are you today? I'm well, how are you? Good, I'm good. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to having fun with my friends. Nice. Climbing some hills. That's a lie. I know you like the downhill side of that way better okay, than right. the uphill side of that. Riding down some hills, that's actually the best part. 
That's what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And who else we got? Hi, Angela Habibullah. Nice. Good morning, Angela. How are you? I'm well. Yep. Thank you for asking. Are you excited? Am I excited? I am more than excited. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what are you looking forward to today? Uh, I'm just looking forward to completing this ride. Nice. If I, if I can finish it, that's a win in my eye. I have a okay. feeling you're gonna have that finisher pick. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Okay, evidently now I'm getting interviewed so, by Denisha. What are your goals for today? I'm gonna have fun and hopefully get to tell other women's stories from out there on the course. Okay, so are we going party face today? Party pacing it all day all long. Because I know how you ride. You, you, Okay, yeah, maybe. But I, Abby's <laughs> keeping me in check. I'm riding with Queer Gravel today, okay, and so okay. Abby, I'm sure we'll be circling that. Abby, okay. <laughs> She's guarding my bike. Okay. Have fun they out are guarding there my bike, and so. get those women's stories. We look forward to hearing them awesome. at the end. Thanks, Tanisha. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm out here at which aid station is this one? This is the only checkpoint. The only checkpoint. checkpoint. It's the checkpoint. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Nice. Tell us who you are and where you're from. Okay, I'm Jen Carlson. Uh, my husband Josh and I are running the checkpoint today. Nice. Josh has been doing uh, Gravel Worlds for the last eight years, so this is the second year he hasn't done it. He's doing the checkpoint. Oh my gosh. Um, and I previously was doing the volunteer coordination, yep. and this year I'm also just doing the checkpoint. That's a handful, though. Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah. good, though. It's an amazing checkpoint. It's yeah. really busy. You get, it's really super busy, and I um, I so thank all of these volunteers that are out here doing yes. it. How many volunteers do you have here running this? You know, we probably this morning will have 35-ish tops, okay. and then through the afternoon it kind of turns down a little bit here. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, Jen, thank you for taking a few minutes Absolutely. to talk to us. Absolutely. Have All a right. good Thanks. Thanks. Okay, we are at the finish line. Like, my day is done. Just finished up the 30-miler with Abby Robbins, and I'm standing here with the 75-mile winner, um, probably one of my favorite humans on the planet, Kristen Legan. <laughs> Woo! Thanks, Kristen. <laughs> nice job out there. Thank you. How yeah. was your day? Tell us about it. It was great. It was a super fun day. Um, got to ride with the men's complete group for most of the day. Got popped a little bit at the end on just like the last few big climbs, but then uh, used some time trialing uh, to Skills. finish it off. Nice. So, but yeah, it was a great day. It's nice that the courses overlapped a little bit at times, so it was fun to kind of cheer everybody on, and that always boosts my motivation as well, too. So. Well, and you've been doing all of the Grand Prix races. How did that feel, like, doing the 75 today and just crushing it? Yeah, well, yeah, it's nice to not be, you know, left in the dust by the <laughs> lead women right away. Um, but no, it's nice to do something a little shorter than what yeah. we've been doing, and that's kind of the point of this race for me, was to remember how to go back from the gun and not just wait till hour eight to feel yeah. good. Nice. It's nice. Good job out there. Thank you. All right, we are doing a little wrap up here now with Abby. Abby, how was your day out there? You better answer like so glorious. Oh it was wonderful. <laughs> I got to say the, the, the ride was good. The company was exquisite. Oh thank you. <laughs> Okay, folks, we spent the whole day together. Yes, we did. No, it was it was a great ride. Uh, so much fun. The hangouts at the aid station were great. Yeah. Beautiful course. The weather was just, like, unmatched. So good. Such nice. a great time. Nice. Thanks for riding with me. Yeah, thanks awesome. for riding with me. <laughs> All right, Kate. 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 How was your day out there? It was great. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you. I heard. Right, was money, and it's cool. It's like 70 degrees or something like that. Yeah. I heard you ate all your snacks before you even got to the first checkpoint. What's up with that? That would be called improper preparation this morning. My breakfast ended up being a bag of sour patch kids at about mile eight. There you go. That's how we do it. Hashtag new rules. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. I'm here with Sally. Hey. Hey. How was that? Oh my God, that was incredible. How's your day been? What have you been it's doing? Like, really okay, first right of all, now. tell people who you are, where okay. you're from, what you're doing. Okay, so I'm Sally Turner. I'm the event manager for the Mid South in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, we've been today. We were at mile 33 for the 150, um, making pancakes and grilled cheese. Nice for whoever wanted it, and it was awesome. Heck yeah! It's such a good time. Yeah. And how about all the women out there on course? Yes, it was so great to see so many women represented out there because that's because, not usually because, the case. That's who honestly. we are. Yeah. 
We're here. We're on the blazing trail. And we're waiting now for the top female finisher to come in. Yep. Yep. And I think Lauren is, all things considered, going to win. I think so. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah. She's going back to back off of SBT, winning SBT uh -huh. Gravel uh -huh. for the second year. Yep. Now coming back to defend her title here at Gravel Worlds. She goes second at Unbound. Yeah. And she, oh, and, man. And she was first at Mid-South. She was first at Mid-South. So, yeah. This is clearly a winning year for her. Yeah. LDC showing it. up, crushing it. Absolutely. Showing the women, you yeah. know. Excuse me, let me show you how we do this. Yeah, no, we're we're all about blazing trails. Yeah. Absolutely. But same breath, we're also about the women that are just out here having a blast, finishing it up, doing what they can to have a great day. Absolutely, because if we don't get more women out riding bikes, then we have fewer people like Lauren. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks, Sally. Yeah, thank you. All right, folks. I'm here with... Um, the gravel goddess. Oh. I mean, back to back to back to back. SBT last weekend, Gravel Worlds this weekend, defending your championship on both of those. Coming off of so many amazing events this weekend, second and unbound, first at Mid South. What? What? Oh what, what, <laughs> makes what me are you not capable of, Lauren? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, I'm getting it a little. Back into the road scene a little bit. I had a yeah. good time. I tore the. I had a good time. I tore the Gila this year, and I. I don't know. Gravel is really great training for road racing. Road racing is good training for gravel. So. It's all good. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. So yeah. how was your day out there? Mm. She's seriously drinking coke. She's so, so thirsty <laughs> right now. Oh my god. My day out there. It was a long day out there. 153 miles. Seven and a half hours. Oh, I'm tired just thinking about it. But you it. beat your time, your last year's time, by over three minutes. Walking away with a sword again. I just, I, I don't think it's like a sword. I wanted the cowboy hat last weekend and the sword this weekend. And I love the, like, novelties and themes yeah. and races. Well, you're making dreams come true for yourself. So how yeah. is that? I mean, I love it. I mean, after, after Unbound last yeah. year, I was able to go full-time to gravel. Yeah and road and it was getting better and better and better each time I show up. Well, I think it scared all the women who were able to go full-time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I don't have that full-time job holding me back exactly, anymore. Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, how, how meaningful is this, especially when you consider the fact that Gravel Worlds brought a thousand women to this start, to start line to this weekend? I mean, that's From Jackson, yeah. Mississippi. I don't see that at many, at, at many bike races. There's right. always a big difference between men and women. Our next yeah. one's so I'm like, I'm very proud in. of um, I'm really proud of the the 300 mile long voyage 20, 30, 40 minutes ago? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It and was you, like 19 hours and something minutes. So, and last year you did it in what? 21 hours and like 30 minutes. Holy crap. Well, last year there was 12 miles of uh, peanut butter mud and hike and bike. Um, I'm still going to say holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Super impressive. How was it out there? Um, it was the night was amazing. Yeah. The moon was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as the sun came up, I got really, really tired. You did? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I haven't really experimented a whole lot with caffeine, so yeah. I just try to eat more and drink more water. Um, and 
felt pretty good. Yeah. Not better than last year. <laughs> I mean, that, that you rode through strong, like you just had gone out for a casual ride. Yeah, um, it was it was pretty difficult. The last about 110 miles, I was completely by myself. Yeah. And I don't even know how strong the wind was, but it was a headwind. Yeah. And it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Did you come across other course riders then out there? Um. So towards the end, I think we came across the shorter courses. Okay. And then four of the pro men passed me. Nobody was expecting you to come in when you came in, so that was what was really fun on my side of it. Oh, it was like, so holy cool. crap, that's amazing. So um, I had like a kind of personal goal to try to finish in like around 18 hours, but I didn't realize that there was going to be a headwind, um, and I couldn't go any faster than maybe like 13 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, so that that was fun. What's up next for you? Um, I don't know. I kind of just have an open calendar right now. Perfect. Um, I'm doing travel nursing, so. It's kind of hard to schedule anything, but next year I'm gonna make a full race calendar and um, hopefully be a Unbound I XL? <laughs> yes, that is definitely on the to-do list. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. All right, thanks Paige, congratulations. Hey. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's my lucky number. 11? Yeah. Nice. Good job. You gotta put it up by your face. Hi, Whitney. Hi. How are you? Dead. Dude, you just did SBT second place there last weekend. And today, how was it? I suffered like a dog the nice. entire day until my group exploded and then I cried. Ah. And then eventually, I found some people and ate a lot of things and then I felt kind of better or at least like happy to not be alone. Ah, yay. Well, I mean, you're here at, at Gravel Worlds celebrating a thousand women coming out and doing this I mean there's got to be some solace in that it's pretty fucking rad yeah yeah I love it thanks for saying fucking before I did <laughs> Someone's gotta do it. so how did the day play out for you I, this is my first gravel worlds experience okay. so I'm just piecing together information that I can gather from people sure I like that the gravel worlds team um, experimented with having the women at the front I yeah. think that's really innovative and cool um, it was confusing to kind of start in the dark I do wish that we started like 20 or 30 minutes later um, just because that adds an element kind of a danger element I would yeah. think that's also a very loose section and so the men caught us when it was still pitch black, which was kind of confusing and chaotic, plus dust. So you like literally can't see anything. Yeah. You're just aiming and hoping. Um, like taking in information around you to see if other people are crashing or like whatever. Um, and then there was a split and I was with Heather, Paige, and Emma for a good long while. I think Emma stopped at the first checkpoint and then it was the three women plus a whole bunch of guys for a long time and that was very exhausting. Men were really pushing the pace up all the time. Yeah. Um, which is really difficult for me. Um, although I'm an okay climber, I'm more of a steady climber than like a punchy climber. Sure. So I was in And these are definitely rollers here. These are steep, steep rollers. Yeah. And then um, an Avis guy who flatted, attacked the group and um, that split the field. Paige was up there with him and Heather was chasing back on person I exploded out of the back cried a little and then just kind of pieced together the rest of my day so I mean, well you still had an amazing day thank you for saying that yeah you did it's I was impressive. just doing a uh, math in my head the whole time of 54 I think is the mileage minus the mileage I'm at and trying to do math the entire time and like talk to myself and like oh it's only an hour I'm, I'm fine I'm doing fine yeah, yeah. math is like my uh, comfort I do the same thing. I totally do math when I'm when I'm in a dark hole, which is weird. Somebody said it was going to be flatter on the way back. I would like to talk you, to them. You would like to? I don't know who that who said that. It I was don't. not me. So not it was me. a lie. It was a lie. Um, what's up next for you? Um, I'm gonna take some time. Drop the trailer off at home and then go to a WTV photo shoot next week and then RPI. RPI is coming never up. Okay. To do that okay. Either, Are you so. doing the stage race out there? I am. I think you'll do well. Well, good luck. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Who am I here with and where are you from? This is Wendy Shira from Jackson, Mississippi. And Wendy, do you like gravel? 
I think you're gonna have to talk loud. That's a that's a bedroom sexy voice. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah. What brings you here? Oh my God. Oh no. Oh no. We are being molested right now by. We got molested by your favorite person. I know. We're trying. We didn't know. We didn't know what's going on. Did we break up a party? Our most professional interview on the planet. It's what we do. It's gravel. It's women in gravel. Yeah. I love gravel. Nuts. This is why. This is why you love gravel. Exactly. This is why you get love. This is how you get How was your day? It was amazing. Yeah. And you did the 75. Sweet. Yes. How'd you find the course? Flatlander, come to the hill. Yeah. It was tough. Well, and can we talk about the weather? Because seriously. That you guys, here's the thing. Gravel Worlds is never cool. I mean, it's cool, but it's never cool. I and it was like you perfect temperatures. That weather just for me. I did. I know you don't do well in the heat. Yeah. But I bet I honestly, Wendy, I have to tell you, I didn't know you were going to be here. You're not supposed to say that. But I, I saw you on the forest, which yes. was super fun. That was yeah. the highlight. Yeah, that, that was so good. That was so good. Yeah. So what was your highlight of, well, other than seeing me, what was your highlight Jesus on the course? <laughs> well, I said it too, so. Um, getting past mile 35. That why was, why was that? Because the first 35 was tough. Waking okay. my legs up, okay. doing the climbing, and then after that, I felt so much It better. took you a bit. Yeah. Um, you yourself put on some gravel events. We do. Yeah, we so, so tell, tell us about that a little bit while we've got you sure. here. So, we have a four-race series called the Mississippi Gravel Cup. Nice. We also have a 300-mile ride from Memphis, Tennessee to Bentonia, Mississippi. Cool. Called Delta Epic. Nice. Really a group ride, not really a race. Um, and we also put on a mountain bike race called Skyway Epic in Alabama. Nice. Yeah. You're busy. We're busy. Well, I'm so stoked to see you, and thanks for being out there today. Absolutely. I loved it. I saw a lot of girls on gravel. Jersey. I know, right? That was, that was cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for the shout-out. You have been listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast. This podcast is edited and produced by the team at Live Feisty Media. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating. It really helps other women find the podcast and be sure to follow us at girls gone gravel on Instagram or Facebook.